Hi, I'm Brittany Alexander. And I'm Megan Alexander. Welcome, Welcome to, to Miss Congeniality. This is all about when you do certain things, when you think that whatever your plan is, it's going to be just so great. And then when you do it, you're like, maybe this didn't work out so well. Maybe this is totally embarrassing because it happens to everybody. I don't think anybody needs to feel embarrassed because you know what? If you put your best foot forward, that's a success, right? I agree. So we're going to talk about that. Especially siblings. Especially siblings. Yes, because I feel like siblings always are out trying to do something in life. Especially, so like, for example, take Monica and Ross. (laughs) Especially siblings. On Friends, when they do the routine. (laughs) Yes. And they think they're so cool and they're trying to get up on the platform for New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And they did the routine and they thought that was for sure. That'll going show to, Yeah. I'll get a, I'll, I'll be displayed. Right. So, and then they say, oh, we'll be sure to get this. This is going to be on the bloopers reel. <laughs> so basically you, you put your best effort forward and. Well, they, they went up to the, let's just write, rewind one second. Okay. They went up to the, what do you call it? The official. Yeah. And said, this is, you know, they, they were confident that they were going yeah, to be put on the pedestal. Yeah, you have confidence. Yes. And they made them think they had, they should keep the confidence. But right. Like, oh, yeah, go to the pedestal. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. They encouraged that. They encouraged it. And then after they had gone up thinking, this is it, this is our, our <laughs> moment, they, the, the officials said, yeah, get that for the blooper reel. Right. Like, yeah, so not, we, what, not what you're thinking Going <laughs> when you're going up to the pedestal. We've had some bloopers. Yeah, we have definitely. Starting with, I'm here. <laughs> Would you ever do this in public? Brittany did. <laughs> do you uh, often sing in public, Brittany? No. <laughs> Do you want me to set the scene? Set the scene. I was being, well, I was being walked to an operation. <laughs> Where most people would probably be quiet. Most people would qu- probably be quiet, I yes. think so. I think I would be probably. I don't mean, who knows? <laughs> well, it's definitely. Well, it's a stressful situation. It's an intense so. moment, okay? You never know what you're going to do. They took, they were, well, they, you were never, you weren't sure if they were going to take you on the, what was it, the gurney or the. They were. They literally like you have you to, walk. to walk. You, okay. you have to walk to the operating room. <laughs> so you walk in. So I walk in these huge industrial doors. This is my first experience with anything like this. Yeah. So I didn't know what to expect at all. And they huge industrial doors, and they swung open to this huge room. It was almost. It was warehouse like, and all of the doctors were there, and the technicians, and they were you know on the computers getting ready for the surgery all ensconced with what their role was going to be for that operation which that's great <laughs> and focus everyone and then i the doors fly open and i'm in my gown and that was just my instinct <laughs> was to the big entry <laughs> it was the big entry <laughs> and i was like i'm here and it was the best acoustics, acoustics ever and they all stopped what they were doing and turned around and just took a moment to acknowledge my presence. And it kind of How did. How could you not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they all just honestly um, were just amazing. They were amazing to me after well, that. Well, that's fabulous. Yeah. You know, make your presence known. Speaking of making an entrance, mm-hmm. well, we have done a lot of live theater in our younger oh, days. Yes. Amazing times and the scariest times. Right. You have the best intentions mm-hmm. to do the best job possible. Mm-hmm. You learn your lines. You rehearse. Mm-hmm. Everything goes well. You work out all the little things that might be trip you up. <laughs> but what happens when 
you forget your lines. <laughs> On stage, the whole audience is sitting there watching, mm-hmm. waiting for you to deliver your next line. But for the life of you... You blank. <laughs> Does this happen to everybody? Does this happen to... It happens to the best of actors. It's what you do with it. The show must go on. The show must go on. That's showbiz. Well, I remember a particular time when I forgot my lines Mm -hmm. completely. It was Mm -hmm. Fiddler on the Roof. Mm -hmm. And it was me and one other person in a scene. Mm -hmm. And I think during it, during the dialogue, I just, I totally blanked. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, you're just so aware of the heat of... (laughs) The heat of the spotlight, and maybe you could see some like little dust particles in the air. Oh my God. Time slows down. The audience is sitting there. It's like and you you really have no hope. Once you blank, it's not. It's over. Thank God that the next per- person that was supposed to enter, they realized it. They were off stage and they realized it, and they came on early. That's angelic. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> you know who you are. That was um, really scary. And then there was also a time that I forgot to make an entrance. Oh, man. And that was in The Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. And I basically just did not. I, I was off stage. I remember being looking in the mirror, checking my costume. I think one of the directors was kind of talking to me and I just i think i just kind of lost track of time and and um then someone came running and said you're supposed to go on you're <laughs> supposed to go on stage and i i was like oh my gosh and i ran and just as fast as i could and i went on and i just took it from there mm-hmm. i'm sorry brigida but you know who you are <laughs> cuz you said when you were standing there waiting for me to come on it was like the longest ever <laughs> And we have that one on video. We have that entrance on video. It was it was it was quite a little bit of time. And now you and I know you have had this stuff happen to you. Never. Oh come on! Oh. <laughs> Never admit it. Uh, yeah, ice cream. No, I, ice I, cream. I, I know. I was gonna All say. Right. I was gonna out it. I was gonna out it. Um, yeah, out of Green Gables. And I was singing, I was in the middle of the song, and I, I, I don't know what happened ice there. cream. There's no, anything oh, more delectable than ice cream. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> then I was, my... It says something like, da-da-da-da, it takes... It's time stopped. And so then your co-star. Anne of Green Gables. She picked it up. Because wasn't she like, what does it take, Diana? What, yes. <laughs> yes. It, it takes, takes a tin pail. Oh, you pack God. it with some ice. Oh, God. Rock, and then, and, and, and that scene, the entire cast, it was an ensemble. Right. And so the entire cast was behind us. Right. So, I mean, you're, you're just and enraptured I, by the cast. Yep. The audience in front of you, and there was just it was everybody now. <laughs> Sing it see, if you know that it. That is what a team, you know, that really just takes to the point of yeah. being a team player yeah. and really helping each other through it. Because yes. really, I mean, you you need everyone. you have to keep you, you do the, you need the ensemble. Yes, um, you need to be able to rely on each other. And that also reminds me of when I was doing the curtain, and. Yeah the lead character forgot the lines mm-hmm. in his song, mm-hmm. I remember. Mm-hmm. And I remember the, I think I had like a walkie-talkie or I had like a headset where I could hear the director. Mm-hmm. And he said, just bring the lights down. And then I put the curtain down and we moved on. Basically in life. So you were in part of the, you were part of the solution. Well, yes, because you were part of the, so that just goes even beyond the, just not just the actors. It the goes behind to the, the behind the scenes because you have to make it work. Yes. Everyone's working together. There are so many facets. That is amazing. And how many times when you go to live theater, you don't know. No, you, you don't. I mean, really, how many people knew of all those things that we just talked about? Probably, probably no one. <laughs> Honestly, probably no one. No. Was there another 
Was there another? I've been on the. I've been backstage when the actor that was on forgot his lines, and it really spooked me to go on. I was like, Oh, oh. gosh, poo 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 poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then then you were the stage manager. Oh yeah, so I was the stage manager, and I was. So so anal about it. I all. mean, so strict. I was so strict. And Everybody was scared of you. I, everyone, well, they should have been. No, well, they I mean, were. It was like, do not step out of line. Oh, you yeah. need to be here. You cannot be late. You need to be on cue. <laughs> this, is the, this is the script. You need to be there. You need to be there. And what did I do when I had to go bring out this huge set piece? It was a dining piece, uh, like a dining room set piece. Mm-hmm. And it was super tall. It was like to the, from the stage up to the, Practically lights. this light, uh, mm-hmm. practically up to the lights, and I'm carrying it on, and I'm like, oh, I'm here. I'm oh, who who didn't go? I'll do I it. honestly think <laughs> I honestly think I was like that. I was like, who didn't? Who put didn't? This on? Who wasn't here at the right time? I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna put this. On. I can't I, believe I, I have I'm to the one do this. I have to do this. So the, they're not like, falling in line. They're not falling in line. So I go. So I go out and I put it up there. Boom. Oh, this is go how it's off. Done. Yeah, this is. I'm glad I was here. I'm glad I was here. And the lights go up, upside down. Upside down. The chandeliers on the on the floor. Speaking of doing things in reverse. Brittany's corporate Christmas party circa what year was that? We don't know. 2010? Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you your company that you worked for did a Halloween. Human resources was always trying to Build provide morale, morale boosters. Mm-hmm. And so for Halloween, they asked all the departments to Decorate. create a space mm-hmm. and dress up. And it was, it was a, a competition. Yeah. yeah, it was a competition. And um, so my department, we, were, we did Thriller. And we... Which was your idea? Yeah. Yeah, and we paint. I I had painted a mural. Remember the night scene mm-hmm. um, with the tr- with the trees without the leaves, and um, and we painted the building, the outside of the building mm-hmm. uh, of our corporate office. So you, when you were entering our space, you were outside at night, mm-hmm. entering the building. Mm-hmm. It was very spooky. Mm-hmm. And then we we you cor- were all like corpses. We were all corpses. And then you'd get up at our desks at our right. computers. The music started. The music started, and so they we would, oh, we, would. we we built a door. Right. So we had the outside scene. They we and we had one of the one of the department. She didn't want to really participate. She was too nervous to do it. So we built a door. So when you open the door, we made a you know, mm-hmm. and they can open up the door. And mm-hmm. she said, I'll get the door. Mm-hmm. So it was great. She, it worked, was she was participating. And um, so she opened the door and then everyone, all of the other employees would visit your space to see what you were doing and would come in and we would, um, we, we, I choreographed it. We had practiced, we would rehearse on breaks at the office and everyone would get up from their desk. They'd start at their, they start at their seat and do the thriller dance. Right. They came, got out of their seat and did the thriller dance yes. to the music. Right. So it was such a hit. It was did, such a hit. Did you win? We won. Okay. So at the Christmas party. Yes. There, it, there was a DJ there. It was, there was like a dance floor and a mm-hmm. DJ and like uh, dinner tables everywhere. So I went as your date. Yes. That year. <laughs> yes. And, and you had rehearsed with me. I did. So yes, you knew the help, dance. To help learn it and they all called for the dj called everyone up that was that did that because yes. ever they had organized it at the christmas party they wanted you a, to perform an it. presentation right and so i also went with you to go up and do it because i knew it too right right so they start the thriller song yeah now i don't think they started it at the correct spot mm-hmm. i don't know as though it was the correct mix yes right that first and foremost threw us threw a us little off. bit. We were like in a huddle. We were like, "How are we going to start this?" Remember that? Being yes. In a huddle yes. Oh, that's true. And how? Our and where? Because of where are you going to start it? How are we going to start it? It's not at the right part. Well, we just have to start. Right. We're not at so, our desk. Right. It was just kind of a like, oh no, what do we do? Okay. Yeah. Well, nobody knew we were going to be called to do that. No. No. Not at all. It was totally. So we unexpected. all get. So we all 
are like, let's just start doing it. And I here, think you and I, yeah, we're in the huddle. Oh, with them. we were the leaders of this we're fun like, time. <laughs> Listen, this is how it's going to go down. So you're going to go there. You're going to go yeah. there. This is how and we're going to we do go. it. Let's, let's start. start. Lo and behold, we do the entire thing facing the DJ, which is away <laughs> from the audience. So we basically did it the whole thing backwards. <laughs> but they loved it. We did basically the whole thriller dance with our back to the audience. Yeah. What? What? They didn't know they loved it. So that's what I'm saying. Just it was keep really good. The show must go on. <laughs> Own it. We got it done. <laughs> Have you ever had moments of making something for anybody and having it not come off as you had hoped, like like a baked item or maybe a dinner? I well, can't. I yes, yes, I have. Right, because you want to have, you want to entertain, and you want to. Well, let me just tell you about the time. Now, I was on the high school cheerleading for basketball. Mm-hmm. We lived <laughs> in a really nice neighborhood where we had lots of kids in the neighborhood, and they came over and they were sell. They had a fundraiser and they were selling cookie dough. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we bought it, Mm -hmm. and we bought, like, a tub or, like, two tubs of chocolate chip cookie dough. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if we froze it or if we just – I don't know what we did. We had it, and I thought, well, this is perfect because we go to all these basketball games, and they're mostly away, and we go on the bus, and I'm just going to bake all of this, and um, I'm going to bake a bunch of cookies for the team. bring snacks. Exactly, because everybody loves someone who brings mm-hmm. snacks, right? Mm-hmm. So the cheerleaders would go on the bus with the basketball team, and we'd all be together. So I made all these cookies, and I passed them out on the bus on the way home from one of the games, and everybody seemed to really be excited about mm-hmm. it. Well, the next thing I know, I looked, I, I sensed something in the aisle of the bus moving, and I look. And there's so many cookies rolling down the center aisle of the bus. And, I, and they're all start to scream. And they're like, these cookies are hard. They're too crispy. These are overcooked. These are no good. They're like hockey pucks. What did you do? I don't know nothing. I just, I just, but you know, rude. <laughs> totally rude. And who ended up picking those up? I don't know. Not not cool. And I tend to enjoy an overbaked cookie. Personally, mm-hmm. I like it to be caramelized. Mm. I'm you the like doughy a gooey, kind, but yeah. But I would never if it but was But I blame it I would on the do- I blame it on if the it fundraiser were- and the dough. I make a good cookie. Like I don't think that it was me. No. No, I'm sure it wasn't you. I have another school bus story. Mm-hmm. Now, I know. Do I need therapy? Maybe. This is your therapy. This, is this my... Thank you, listeners, for listening to yes. my therapy and getting me through this. Get it out. Get it <laughs> okay, out. Okay. We're all here. Okay. So, kindergarten. Mm-hmm. You know how they always have those, like, scholastic book fair type things? Yes. And you could buy things? Yes. Now, first yeah. of all, I don't remember ever having money. Everybody seemed to know there was going to be a book fair, had the money, and was buying things. And I was always kind of like, how do I go about this? Yeah, no. Oh, no. I think that you had to pre-order. Maybe. Yes. Remember there was like... And a, I thought everything was so neat. And I wanted it yeah, all. Yeah, there was like, a really cool process. Like, there was like cool erasers. There was a really cool process. And you got a magazine. And you had right. to order. That's right. And then they delivered it. And then you went That's and picked right. it up. So... I never understood it. Mm-hmm. Why would I? How I was like, they sent how it old? I don't know. It was elementary school. Six? Mm-hmm. Well, so I, this one year, I remember I, I got the map of the United States. It was like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. I was very excited. And it was wrapped in cellophane. And I asked my kindergarten teacher for a bag. I said, do you have a bag? Because I, I just, I need to bring this home on the bus and I just feel like I need, like, a bag with handles. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I don't have a bag. Just carry it. It probably was winter. I probably had mittens on. And 
I remember being on the bus and I remember I had it on my lap and like the bus stopped and the cellophane was slippery and I remember it just slipped out of my hands and it went under the bus seat and it just, I remember seeing it just slide off my lap, slide under the seat and forward. And I would look down the aisle and I would be like, did anybody see my map? Well, nobody said they saw it and it was just never seen again. So I never ever got the map and I'm pretty sure someone took it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's my other bus story. I mean, how many bus things do you have with like something rolling down the aisle or under the seat? You know, the bus is a scary place. It's it is a scary place. <laughs> <laughs> but we put our best foot forward. Do you have bus stories? <laughs> you do. Me? Yes. I thought you were asking just people. Um, yeah, I'm sure people do, and I'd like to hear them because... Well, well, my bus stories always revolved around the fact that I was always sitting with the boys, and we were talking about... That's where I learned everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people appreciate wine. Mm-hmm. Cheers to that. Cheers. Whether you like red or white or rosé, you probably have a favorite. Mm-hmm. There are certain wines that maybe make you feel better than others. Some might... like I, I, Nowadays, the organic wines are probably less triggering for a next day headache Mm -hmm. i remember the time now that we we had white wine and we got the worst headaches after it (laughs) and it was (laughs) we were like we cannot get that again it was um pinot grigio Mm -hmm. so we went to the liquor store and of course you and i sat in the car and sent our mother in and said go get us something yeah we're not going in right so so we said but anything but Pinot Grigio because that, that gave us a headache. Gave us such a headache. So okay, so she comes out and she Bottle is so excited. She's so excited. So excited because she's <laughs> like, I I got something that's gonna be so good because it is is totally not gonna give us a headache. And we were like, why? And she shows us the label, and it says not Grigio. Because the label, like the label is over the PI. The label was full down. RG, is it PIG? Oh, the PI. Yeah, it's P-I-N-O-T. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the label was folded, and all she read Only was N-O-T not was out. Grigio. <laughs> oh, the, the rest was history there. <laughs> Speaking of parents doing mm-hmm. funny things, yeah. that time that our mm-hmm. father had, so we, we, we had a gas grill <laughs> and what was, so we were eating dinner and there was the gas can or the gas tank that was the propane tank, the propane tank was in the kitchen, right? Yeah. So we yeah. were all sitting so, down and to And I dinner. think it might've been like kind of, kind of. Hissing, hissing like it was leaking yeah so we all freaked out like oh my god the gas can is like leaking and, and it's gonna explode and like we have to do something so you and me and you me and our, and our mother yes start running running and the dog right well she's the dog's following, following us running us. out the door <clears throat> no we yeah we ran we were running around the house i think yeah to get away from it and so then all of a sudden we turn around and our father had picked it up, and it was running behind us. Yeah. So it's like, we turn hello? Around, we turn around, and we're like, no, you don't follow us. You have to go out with that thing. He's like, that's like the ultimate, like, you're like we turning were around, like, is it you? No, is it you? No. And then you, like, turn around, and you're the last one. It's oh, like, he... Like, yeah, I brought the propane So it's like me. our mother, us, the dog, and uh, our father carrying the carrying propane the tank. tank. That was... Success. Good plan.
All right, well, this one involved the entire family, but unfortunately, I was the butt of this joke. <laughs> we were in the restaurant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Having lunch. Our uh, whole family was there. Yeah. And then we look across the restaurant and we see someone that we thought, you know, that we recognized and we had known and he was having lunch with his mother. Right. I was like, oh, go, go over there and say hello. Say hello and say, you know, do you remember me um, from, well, of course he remembered you, but. Well, he, from, because we were in the secret garden together yes. and he played Dickon mm-hmm. and I played Mary mm-hmm. and you said, go over and say, hello, Dickon. Right. <laughs> so, so I get up, I'm like, yeah. really? Okay, fine. I get up and I start walking over. Okay. And you get halfway over and we realize my mother, yes. yeah, our, our mother, uh, realized that it's not... It's not him. It's not who we think it is. So we can't stop you and we lose it. We are tearing. We are crying. My father is, our father is saying, I can't, I can't believe you. This is so mean. This is so mean. And meanwhile, I'm on my way over and I'm going, hello, Dickon. And he says to me, uh, they kind of looked at me for a minute. Well, the mother um, must have known you. Well, they realized they were like, Oh, that I'm his brother. And I'm like, oh, yeah. They look very similar. But I feel like as I approached, I kind of was like, I'm not sure if that's him. But mm-hmm. they told me to come over and say hi. So I'm just going to go through with it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> they were like twins. Could I have an extra piece of ice cream cake? Thank you. Keep them coming. (laughs) Party etiquette. Yes. So I read this article in Real Simple Magazine one year about how, okay, you're at a cocktail party. How do you balance everything? Because you have a drink in one hand, then you have an hors d'oeuvre in another hand. You're trying to talk to people. What do you do? So this article gave a great tip. Mm-hmm. So you have your cocktail, and then you have your hors d'oeuvre in a little plate, mm-hmm. and then you put the plate when you need your hand, like you put the plate on top of your cocktail cup. Uh, yeah, well, that makes sense, right. I guess. Yeah. So I was like ready for the season. Yeah. And then, so this was in New Jersey, and mm-hmm. then we went across the street mm-hmm. to the pastor's house. Mm-hmm. They had really cool parties. They did. It was really nice. This was the Christmas party, mm-hmm. and I was ready to do this. I was like, I am so ready. So I had my, like, I had a soda at the time, and they had chicken wings, mm-hmm. and I had my plate, and I put right. the chicken wing on the plate. Mm-hmm. I put the plate on the cup. Mm-hmm. And then you went to shake someone's hand. I mean, I don't even know. What but happened? I'll tell you, that chicken wing rolled off that plate. It went under the tree or something? Yes. It rolled under the Christmas tree. I couldn't find it. Yeah. So that was their Christmas morning surprise. The old chicken wing. Now let's talk airport security. Oh, no. You never think it's going to happen to you. Because you're like, I'm doing everything right. And I, oh, I'm yeah. innocent. I have all my things in clear small bottles. I don't have any sharp objects in my luggage. And then it's like. So picture it. Where were we? <laughs> I think it was. Fort Lauderdale? Maybe. We were at. Picture it, Florida coming back to Albany. Megan goes through the Megan goes through the security um, booth, no problem. Brittany goes through the security booth. (laughs) The 
thing go the the thing goes off the security comes quietly over to me and they say um miss we need to look into your bag um you we think you have a weapon mm-hmm. i have a weapon i'm kind of not paying attention at this yeah point, no because like, you're I like you've moved on <clears throat> they conf- they tell me and when i realize need- you're not coming through i'm like what's the commotion <laughs> over there <laughs> they need to confiscate my bags and they need to i don't know what would they needed to take my things take they started me. to fill out like a report yeah they were it was serious like you were i was in trouble non grata <laughs> good so i was like my sister's here with me what is going on like the what is it and they were like oh it's this it's this uh what is this what did they 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 take it out it was a weapon yeah so they take it out i said can you please come over here you were freaking out and i don't think you could even do anything so i had to (laughs) take charge you're like i can't answer any questions i don't don't know what to do i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe they're gonna take me yeah they were um, you were going to airport jail. I was going. To we were missing jail. that. We were missing our flight. Yes. It's like, oh my gosh! It was a non-describable item. It was the bopper. The you're, bopper. You're like, well, I'm like with the bopper. You're, what this is all about? The bopper. This is our grandmother's like ancient rope, kind of like rope leather thing that you could like bop someone with, which you took with you everywhere in case anything happened. So we call it the bopper. <laughs> and so they're like, this is like a, this is like a vicious weapon. What do you do? We've never seen this before. What do you do with this? And I'm like, this is an antique belonging to our grandmother. And this is a, me- this is memorabilia that we carry with us on the flight for, for, for good reason. luck. I cannot believe that you would mess with this good luck and a nostalgic item from our late grandmother, the bopper. So then airport security is like, oh, yes, miss. We'll put this right back in. Go through. Safe flight. Cheerio. (laughs) If you ever are stuck on an island, bring back in. (laughs) I'll explain it. I'll explain our way off that island. You need her on your side. (laughs) And if all else fails, bring a bopper. We've always been kind of, we've always been into show business, Mm -hmm. song and dance. We've always also had this energy where we can get hysteric like in hysteric fits <laughs> if the moment strikes <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> often those moments come when we're trying to do like a performance together i think yeah it can get it can get real so the first well one time in particular that i remember is when we were trying to sing a song and we were rehearsing for a church performance Performance, and we went we're over at a house and they were helping us yeah because they went to the church yeah they played did they play the organ maybe yeah or they were like the The choir instructor or yeah choir director Mm -hmm. um so yes we went to their house to to practice at their piano and i think everything was fine mm -hmm. until well, our mother went with us. She walked she in, sat- though. She, wa- she came in, like, in the middle. Oh, so we were doing sat okay. on the couch. Immediately, we died. <laughs> we, we, we were doing okay. We practicing. were. We're like, we're going to be good. But, we're yes. doing our thing. And then our mother came in and sat on the couch to wait for it us. just set us off. And she just gave us a look. And it's just those things. Those little you, looks. Yes. Where you know each other is. Yes. And it just makes, you know, and those, thank God, because those are just the best laughs. So now... <laughs> And I remember laughing in, like, concert choir. Since when is laughing, like, a bad thing? It should, it should be, be, like, a good a thing. Concert, like, uh, choir. Um, oh, in chorus. Choir. Oh. Like, in the audience, though, I would. I was always up in choir, in chorus, and you and Madre were sitting Ooh. in the mm-hmm. audience and would start this getting just... hysterical. I know, I know. I mean, like. People next to you were like, no, it was what not, is their problem? It was bad. It was, bad. <laughs> it was out of control. 
hysterics. So, so, so this brings me to when we tried to record, we tried to record an album. We tried to record like songs <laughs> because your friend worked for a record company. Yeah. Yeah, and we tried in to New record York City, a really yeah, yeah. really major we, company. Yeah, we were recording songs. She's, she's so like, we oh, went. You, yeah, so make me a demo, <clears throat> right? Just because though, that's just so easy. Yeah, we found someone in New Jersey. I don't know how we found him. Do you? No. Our parents drove us up mm-hmm. to this condo mm-hmm. somewhere, mm-hmm. and he had a whole recording. And we studio. went in. Yeah, he had a whole recording studio. Mm-hmm. But what what was driving us crazy was every time. Well, we no. Would, so we we there we would go to the microphone and he would say okay and he'd run into the other room. We each had our own. We were standing next to each mm-hmm. other. Our parents were in the kitchen waiting mm-hmm. and not paying attention at all. They no. were like totally they were in, like, their in their coat, own sitting, world like, talking. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he would go into his recording. So room. he'd go into the other room behind a wall. Yes. And he'd go rolling. Yeah. So we would just hear him behind the wall go, roll in. And we would lose it. Yeah, we would. And then what made you also lose it, what made you lose it was that I looked at you and I was oh, like, yeah, I'm nervous. I was so nervous. How stupid. We're in this I guy's know, condo. Like... <laughs> Big stakes. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> And then, like, so then we, t- <laughs> we we did it. We have we we have it. But what's really funny now is that we have the cassette tape of it. Yeah. And on it, we to label the cassette tape. We labeled it Roland. No, we didn't. Oh, what did we label it? Herb Paul. <laughs> Why? Because his name was Herb Paul. Was his name Herb? I think you just call him that. I don't think that was his name. I just made it up. I think he did. (laughs) Shout out her, Paul. Thanks for the love. Yeah, so there's no business like show business. And what was really great in high school when we were in theater was our mother would make all of our costumes from scratch, sit at the sewing machine, tailor them to our fittings. That was couture. Couture. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it was. But the one time that sticks out in my memory was when you were Cinderella in Into the Woods. Yeah. And so... She was trying to figure out how to make it poofy, like mm-hmm. the right poof. The ball gown. Yeah. And I think, and then so she was trying to figure out what to put under the hips to make them kind of like billow out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she'd have us try things on periodically. Oh, yes. So you tried it on. And I remember rolling on the ground, hysterically laughing because you just were like standing there and you're whatever... Whatever was put in the hips was like it made you just have these huge <laughs> jutting out hips. That was not the final cut. No. It was but a process. It was, but it was so funny. <laughs> I wish we had a picture of that. Just another really quick showbiz thing that we always did. Um, well, when we were growing up and we were in the local theater group, they to have us learn our songs would give us cassette tapes mm-hmm. of the show, mm-hmm. and so we'd spend all summer listening to it. <clears> yeah, listening ones. of course in the car, which had then had the tape decks, the wagon. Mm-hmm. So we would always have our family vacation to Cape Cod, mm-hmm. and we would have that play the entire four to six hours that it took to get there. Yeah. And it was so fun. It made the time pass so quickly. But what was really funny about it is we really got into it. And yeah. we would, I remember like one per year we were doing Grease and we were doing like the hand jive. I was just going to be like, I saw dance go down. Oh, yeah. Way, and I was going crazy from the smell. That was the beginning of it. Yeah. 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 We'd go crazy in the backseat. Yeah. 
And then the truck drivers, of course, there's always those, you know, the truck drivers. We're like 11 and 15. And we noticed that oh, the truck drivers. The truck drivers would always be looking at us, looking in our window. And honking. Yeah, they'd watch us and be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'd be like, yeah. We took that show on the road. Heck yeah. Story about not understanding exactly what someone is saying. And that usually happens when you're just not in the realm of whatever is going on and you hear things and it sounds like a different language because you just can't comprehend what really is happening. Mm So my first week at Rutgers University, New Brunswick, New Jersey, shout out. Are you rah-rah? I, there were, so there were multiple campuses and there were buses that took you from one campus to another. And my first week, there were people that were there, you know, upperclassmen that were there to help you. And I would say, I don't know, you know, I don't know what bus I'm supposed to take. How do I get over to the Bush campus? And they would say, I remember this particular girl, she said the Air H. And I'm like, the Air H? (sighs) And she's like, yes, the air H. I'm like, okay. And I write down A-I-R air H. And I'm like, oh my God, I I don't know what to do. Like, I'll just look for that air Mm -hmm. H, air H. Well, it turns out she was saying A or H. (laughs) Separate letters. A or H. So there's the A bus and the H bus. Not There's no air H bus, okay? Ergo. Brittany comes to campus. We're like, well, let's go out. Let's go out. We're going to go to a basketball game. We went to dinner. Yes, we went and got Chinese, yep. which we, like, just ate so much. Yeah. We were, like, so full. Yeah. We're like, this is great. This is great Chinese food. Yeah. Let's, let's go get on the bus. We had to get on the bus to go to the other campus mm-hmm. to go to the basketball game. Right. So there were two buses. There was the L and the LX. And we got on the LX because I was like, oh, the LX, that, that'll get us there. Mm-hmm. So we go on and, and that X stands for? Express. Yes. <laughs> so we go. And I think it did. It stopped. And I'm like, oh, no, it's the next stop. So we were like on and then it just keeps going. And there goes, there's, this, there's the basketball stadium. We're going by it. And we've passed it. <laughs> And we're going back around, and we took the entire route again. Our heads are lit up on the bus at night. <laughs> going around the bus route again. I think we went a couple. Did we go once? Did we get off the next time? Did we get off? Did we it get on? It might have been the third time around. It might have been. One round and around. Yeah. We got there, though. We did. I don't remember the game. I don't either. And then I went to the I went to the basketball game with a Dutchman mm-hmm. that was I think he might have been a year above me, but we went to this one game and they lost, and we got off the bus, and he says, "Rutgers basketball shocks, eh?" Ah, <laughs> uh, well, first of all, they don't. But second of all, I don't think that was the last time we went. Yeah. We have made some fantastic things in the kitchen. Yes. Like amazing meals, amazing desserts, Mm -hmm. a lot of experimentation. It's usually great. Yes. There are a couple times things don't work out so well. I know what you're going to say. What? The fortune cookies. Yes! (laughs) Was that a library book? It was like a library cookbook. Yeah, because I would always go to the library and we would, you know, most of the kids would be getting novels. From school, right? Mm -hmm. In the school library. Mm -hmm. It was library time and I just wasn't interested in anything but cookbooks. I found the cookbook section. I thought it was amazing. I thought that's so interesting. So I would bring home the Chinese cooking. Right book and um so how cool you could make fortune cookies at home yeah so you know like well when you get a fortune cookie in your 
Chinese bag, it's like it's thin and delicate mm-hmm. and it's crunchy and crispy and sweet, sweet, and it has a fortune inside. Yeah, super fun. So when we made them, what the heck? It was like play doh. <laughs> it was awful. It was so thick. That dough was so thick. Yeah, and it tasted horrible. Yeah, these mounds of <clears throat> what what you could I guess deduce to be a fortune cookie gone. Did we have very very wrong? Did we make for? <laughs> I don't foresee good things. <laughs> Your future. Did you have? Did we make the fortunes too? Did we make like like papers? Oh, yeah. Did oh, we yeah. put them in them? Oh yes, yes. And I don't, I don't know. Is that they made? Oh no, yes, we did. Remember, did we, we, I think we had a pink pen. How did we do that? I think we had. A, do you bake it in, or do you put it in after? I don't even remember. I don't remember. I really don't. But I think we had. I honestly remember the pink pen, and I think it, it, it was all blurry when you when we took it out. So, so the maybe fortunes we did didn't put even come out. Maybe we got a cooking. Uh, maybe we did put it in, and we got paper that you could bake, and that we got a, p- a pen that you could was like a food coloring pen, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah no I don't know if the fortunes were. I don't know. Nobody don't could stick around. The, for no the fortune. no it was no. Back away. <laughs> the other time I remember having a kind of a kitchen mishap was when we made the lollipops. Oh, yeah, the lollipops. I love that recipe. That recipe is so good. They, they taste like butterscotch, really. Oh, they're, so they're like the amazing. best lollipops. And they're... Like a... They're so homemade. Deep pink. Oh, yeah. They're so amazing. We always would make them kind of for Valentine's Day. Yes. Yes. There was that year at my corporate job where I had made the cupcakes and I used... I made used them as recipe. toppers. Mm-hmm. The, the lollipops yeah. as toppers. It was so fun because all of these... You know, the heads of the company would walk down the hall being like, I have my lollipop. Oh, yeah. It was great. They are so... It's like so good. The homemade yeah. lollipop. And... um. But this particular time we made them, because you have to get the candy thermometer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened this time, but it hardened. We in, burned it. Yeah, and, it, and the you whole could not, the pan the in the in the the pot in the pot, and I think with the, the thermometer stuck in it. Well, yeah, there was like the spoon stuck in it. Oh yeah, it was like a total loss. <laughs> it was like a piece of art. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> that was awesome. That could have been an art piece. Yeah. Love that. Lollipop gone wrong. <laughs> and last but not least, the guinea pigs. We had the guinea pigs. Well, we started off with our fluffy. Yes, she was an albino guinea pig with red eyes, mm-hmm. and she... Where'd you get her? Lake George, because we were we grew up, our early childhood was in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and we, our family was from, we had family that lived in Lake George, mm-hmm. and so we had really very good friends that had guinea pigs, mm-hmm. and we were visiting one time and they said we will you know if you want to send you know we can send Brittany home with a guinea pig and, and my our parents said all right sure I guess so so we drove from Lake George to New Hampshire we lived in Amherst New Hampshire and we drove home with the guinea pig the entire car ride and that's how we started our life with guinea pigs and we named the guinea pig Fluffy <laughs> and then we moved from New Hampshire back to Queensbury to be with our family that lived here mm-hmm. near Lake George and we had Fluffy and Fluffy one day was in his cage and he did, he was not unresponsive <laughs> and it was my first my first true dealing with an animal that didn't didn't make it so it was devastating and our parents went to the animals, the local animal store to replace Fluffy. And we got a little guinea pig that was partly brown and partly white and very, very cute and loved that. Oh, by the way, just a tangent, a small tangent. Fluffy, we used to have a leash for and I used to walk Fluffy. Remember right, that? Yes. <laughs> 
Um, how oh, fluffy. Anyway, so we got the new guinea pig from the animal store, and it wasn't. It was a very short time after we had that that we woke up to. Well, we were like more than one in the cage. The guinea pig is getting fat. The guinea pig is getting fat. Yeah, what's happening <laughs> with the guinea pig? Uh, expanding. So not long after that, we had like what four, mm-hmm. five. In the cage. So mommy, when she was purchased from the animal store, was pregnant mm-hmm. and had gave birth. So and so those... those gave birth. We kept them because we wanted to make sure we kept the mm-hmm. guinea pigs. Well, they just kept multiplying. And they kept multiplying. So there We was... did end up giving some to the kindergarten, the local well, kindergarten. Well, so there was that one night. So one night, well, they would scream, wouldn't they? I don't know. They were making a ruckus. They were making a ruckus, <laughs> and our father walks out. We we all get up. It was the middle was a, of the there night. There was a commotion. Yeah, in the middle of the night. And our father is in his underwear yes. with the kin- guinea pig cage he's, in his hands, and he's walking no, he's, down the hall. He had to find something to separate them. So he, <laughs> oh, my God. He's, like, in the middle of the night walking down the hall with, They're like, fighting. a cement block. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And he puts it to separate to them. separate them because they were fighting. I don't think they were fighting. Oh, they maybe were that's mating? what they told you. Oh my god! But they were making some more guinea pigs. Oh darn! It was guinea pigs gone wild. It was. It was. <laughs> it was. Oh my gosh! So someone to the kindergarten. My kindergarten? Yes. Yes, which I asked the kindergarten teacher if she would like to borrow our leash. Oh. And she said yes. Uh-huh. But she never gave it back. Yeah. That's I, right. That's it right. wasn't a gift. I said lend. <laughs> that's my guinea pig leash. <laughs> Give it back. <laughs> never to be seen again. So, yeah, we had good intentions, but it was I wonder just. I they still make guinea pig leashes. I know. I wonder... Was it even a guinea pig leash? Maybe it was yes! a cat leash. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it was one of a kind. So yes, we had to find homes for all of the guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. We did. We'll leave it at that. It was tough. Not to. We just don't. We're not going to ever endeavor into the guinea pig world again. No. Remember having to clean their cage? Mm-hmm. I never did. I did. The cedar. I never wanted to. Cedar chips. Yeah, and then the water bottle. The water bottle. Oh, We would take it out to pet it. Mm-hmm. Get it out of its cage. Mm-hmm. Take it for walks. Yeah, take it for walks. On the leash. Yes. Walk. <laughs> or maybe cement, cement block. block. So, dear friends, or we're, we're, we don't know what you want to be called, so we kind of, do you want to be called Sparkles? Sparklers. Sparklers. Because of the light. Because, because of the light. you're called Sparkle. I am called Sparkle. <laughs> you literally are. <laughs> so, Sparklers... That is our story of things that we intended to go well. We had the best intentions. We just wanted everything to be perfect. And they weren't. (laughs) So I guess the moral of the story here is things are going to go wrong. Mm -hmm. And go and shine your light. Sparkle on.